Right now, video is literally exploding. In the absence of face-to-face -face meetings with clients, we're kind of looking for ways from technology to come up with methods to connect with our customers, with our prospects, using our cameras. And one such solution, which I'm using and I'm really finding great success in using, is the wildly popular Loom app from Loom.com. So today you're going to learn five ways you can use the power of Loom in your training business. This is episode 102 of the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett-Hayes. Hi, I'm Mark. This is the Training Business Podcast, and it's my pleasure to host this show. This is the show for people like you, for people like me, for freelance trainers, for training business owners all around the world, for training consultants. No matter what you call yourself, if you're in the business of helping people, to be the very best that they can be through your training programs, coaching programs, mentoring programs, then this is the show for you. And the goal of this episode of the show and every episode of the show is to help you to start to grow and to scale a profitable training business. Now, before the music, I mentioned that right now, video is exploding, literally, because, of course, with COVID, there is no face-to-face -face communication or not as much as we were used to a couple of months ago or even last year. So technology is fast providing solutions to help us to connect with people, to resonate with people, to communicate with people using, of course, our cameras, our desktops, our mobile devices. And recently... Um, I was connecting with a customer and I was thinking, how can I actually get this person to respond? What is it I'm not doing? What is it that other people are not doing, which could help me to stand out in their inbox? And of course, I thought, of course, Loom, I could send them a Loom video and that person could watch the video. And of course, the way Loom works, and I'll explain today how Loom works, I was notified when that person opened up the link. So I knew they had watched my video, and of course, that generated some response because not many people think of using video when it comes to connecting with people or following up with people. Now, just to be clear, I am not selling this to you. I don't have shares in Loom. There is no affiliate link in connection with this week's episode. I'm just enthusiastic and I'm convinced that people in our business, the training business, can really take advantage of features from tools like Zoom and Loom. Now, I mentioned Zoom a couple of episodes ago. It's important to reiterate, I'm not talking about Zoom today. Loom is not Zoom. They're the same word almost, but they're not from the same company. What is the difference? Because, of course, right now, most of us are familiar as trainers with Zoom. Zoom is a video conferencing, video meeting tool, which I've used a couple of times this week, this morning, with a bunch of inside salespeople up in Belfast and, of course, in the UK, which is next door to me. Um, but 
I use it for live training, live coaching. The emphasis is live. But Loom is more of a video messaging tool, not a video conferencing tool or video training tool. So Loom really is for content which is pre-recorded and Zoom is for content which is live. So a very simple example is, let's say you're running a session tomorrow and you have people who are logging in to your meeting to see it live and you're delivering this training live and doing things like chat or, or polls or a breakout room, you'll use Zoom. Whereas if you're recording a quick message to send to someone instead of typing something out by email, then this is what you could use Loom for. Now, of course, there are other solutions like Zoom in competition with Zoom. And there are, of course, other tools just like Loom video messaging tools out there. And I'll talk about those in future episodes. But today we're looking at Loom and I want to give you five ways in which you can lose or you lose, you can use Loom in your training business. And these are ways which I find are very, very powerful for a bunch of reasons. So what is Loom? Well, Loom basically is software. You download this from Loom, loom.com. You install it on your desktop, your Mac, your PC. You can install a Chrome extension if you like. And you can get this from loom.com or as an app from the Apple Store or Google Play Store. You create an account. You click on Loom once it's inside your machine or your mobile phone. Of course, you can get the app, as I said. I have it on my desktop and on my mobile device. And then once you open up the screen, you're presented with three options. One, you can record both the screen content, what's on your screen, for example, a slideshow or pictures or something else. And at the same time, you can record a very small circular video of yourself in the corner. And you can move this picture or video of yourself around the screen to make space. So effectively, it's recording the screen and your face at the same time. That's option one. Option two is to record just the screen. Option three is to record just your face, just the camera only. So you can use this in a variety of ways. And this software uses the inbuilt camera and mic in your phone or on your um, screen. You record your video, you click on send, it then gives you options to send your Loom video via email or WhatsApp, the WhatsApp app on your phone, or the LinkedIn app on your phone, or Facebook Messenger, or iMessage if you're using an Apple device. You select which of those options you want to send your video link. It's a link to the recipient, and that's it, done. Now, there are obviously a variety of plans. The pricing that I'm going to mention to you now could change depending on when you're listening to this at some point in the future. Again, I'm not too hooked on pricing because I use the free version and that's more than adequate for me. It gives you the ability to store 25 videos in your Loom account. If you want to upgrade, you can pay for uh, the pro or business plans $10 a month and this increases the quality of the video up to 4K, which is super high quality. And you can even edit some of the videos. I haven't messed around too much with this because I'm not really comfortable doing these. I'd rather just record a video naturally and send that to someone as it is. You can also password restrict videos, which is cool. I use videos, or I rather record videos on my Mac or phone 
and upload those to Vimeo. That's where I host videos, but you could use Loom if you like. And the pro version even allows you to custom brand your videos. So in case you're thinking, gosh, Mark, you're very enthusiastic about Loom. I'm not selling this to you as a product because I get by on the free version. I'm simply proposing the concept of video messaging as a solution to several things and a fresh approach to other things. So what are those things? I have a list of five things today. The first thing is marketing. So let's imagine you're prospecting on LinkedIn. You can send connections along with a connection request or after a connection request. And for example, this could be exploring your latest case study. For example, I might say, hi, Lisa, this is Mark. I'm just sharing my latest client success story with you. Um, this was the challenge. This was the solution that we rolled out for the client. And this is the result they got. If this sounds compelling to you, give me a call right now on 312-487-447-312. I'm making this up. So that's a very simple example of how you could not just send a connection request and some kind of text via LinkedIn Sales Navigator or your LinkedIn uh, messaging uh, screen. You could simply send them a video as well by giving them the link which they can watch. And of course, it's more powerful, isn't it, if your videos are personalized. We're not making full-length videos here. These can be very simple, 60-second, 30-second or even two-minute videos in length. You just want to pique people's interest in this context. And this will very often generate a direct response to you. Some people, I've seen this done, uh, at the very beginning of their Loom video, hold up a sign with the prospect's name written on it and hold this up at the beginning of the video so that it becomes the thumbnail for that video. It's quite clever, actually. So when people click on the link, the first thing they see before they press the play button, out of curiosity, is a picture of you holding up a sign with their name. How cool is that? So we're sending the link to the video, and sometimes it sometimes makes sense to write an email explaining that you have just recorded a personalized video for them to give it context. So that's the first thing today, to use Loom videos for marketing. Very simple, quick, alongside a connection request, um, mentioning a case study, or even as a link in email. Here's something, Joe, I've just put together. This is something which would really make sense for you. It's something we've just done for client A, and these are the results they got. Click on the video, and I'll give you a quick walkthrough. Okay, number two today is demonstrating. And this is in several parts. One, you could, for example, give a client, I'm running a session tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock until 1.30, and I will send tomorrow morning, first thing, a walkthrough of the content for the day. And people will inevitably click on this, perhaps over a coffee, and they can see you and your screen at the same time, or in this instance, me, and my screen at the same time. Why? Because it kind of breaks the ice. People see me on video before they actually see me in the Zoom training session room tomorrow. So they'll connect with me or at least see me, first of all, in Loom as a video, and then they'll actually see me live in Zoom. Hopefully you're not confused. Loom and Zoom, you can use both in tandem. And three weeks ago, I was training people from a legal services firm 
how to demonstrate their legal services software. And Loom was perfect because I got them to, first of all, demo how they currently gave software demonstrations, record that screen and themselves at the same time, send this to me. I would then go through this, find areas to give them feedback on, and send them back a quick Loom video. So when the training session, live training session arrived, they were up to speed, they were aware of things that they had to do to improve, and we could focus on getting them to the point of, let's say, demonstration excellence, much quicker than doing everything from scratch live in the session. So you can use it to give people pre-work, give them some kind of way to familiarize themselves with the training that's about to come up, And you can record yourself giving, for example, a demonstration of you demonstrating software, and then people learn. So when they send you their version of a Loom video, they've already made some kind of improvement. You can, for example, also, let's say you are about to deliver a module, you could ask people to deliver it back to you so you can watch it and sign off on that. So for example, if you're hiring a trainer, to work with your training company or training business. And I mentioned this last week, the pitfalls in episode 101 of the podcast, the pitfalls and the advantages and how to hire a trainer to work with you as an associate trainer. This is perfect for this job because you could ask a trainer to demonstrate to you or live, give you a live uh, example of how they would deliver one of your training modules or all of your training modules so you can sign off on their readiness to deliver that training to your content. And because you can't meet them, of course, Loom is a very quick way to do this. Number three is follow-ups. So sometimes, inevitably, people are slow to respond. It's August right now. People might be on holidays, but they've got their phones with them. So sometimes it's easier for them and you to communicate via a quick video. It's often quicker than writing a whole email. I can turn on the phone, switch on the Loom app, and just press record, and then send that instantly to their inbox. Hey, Anita, quick reminder, you have my proposal in your inbox. This outlines the change roadmap to increase your sales in the next two months. But in order to have your new strategy in place by the beginning of October, we really need to sign off on this by Thursday. Please watch the video and give me a call if anything is unclear. 312-487-447. That's 312-487-447. Hope you're having a great break and see you next week. So that's an example of how I could quickly follow up and someone gets to see me. It's a gentle reminder and because they're seeing me, they're far more likely to watch it and perhaps respond to it than just read a text or an email and ignore it because video is more engaging. It's using multiple senses. It's using your auditory processing, sound. It's using visual processing, an image of you. And sometimes the backdrop is quite interesting. It's compelling. If someone sees something behind me, it could be clients or people, or it could be a venue I want to highlight I'm in or a client name behind me. This is great because people love getting video messages And it's very easy for them to respond and to involve themselves in the emotional content of that video message, live, if you will, rather than just watching a kind of static 
or looking at a static piece of text on an email screen in your inbox. I love getting video messages and I I find them much more interesting and memorable. And that's a key thing. If you're following up a pitch which you've sent to someone and they're not quite engaging, often a video is a great way to spark interest and to get them to respond because they get to hear you, which of course emphasizes your professionalism, gets a chance to pitch them something, sometimes to add some more value to your proposal by giving them something that might help them to think about something or think think about some kind of challenge they have. It's a way of changing the, the pitch, the message that you're sending them. And of course, reminding them of the value that you have to offer, reminding them of the pain they currently have and the gain they wish to move towards. So again, number three, use video for follow-ups much more productive often than chasing people via email. Number four is testimonials. You can, for example, ask happy clients to record a quick Loom video testimonial and send it to you because it doesn't require a lot of thought. You can get people to simply say, hey, look, here's here's an app you quite might uh, you might like to use. It's called Loom.com. Here it is. Here's how to use it. And I'm going to give you an example of a testimonial that really, really works. And here's a quick model to use. So you're almost coaching people into how to send you a testimonial. You're modeling it, if you will. And because it's quick and handheld, they're not worrying about sitting down, writing a script, you know, lighting, professional sound, professional backdrop. It's something they can do very quickly from their phone, the thing in their pocket, or from their desktop if they want to do that more comfortably. Now, these, of course, testimonials are almost rushed, but I would rather have something from someone than a professional nothing. Because if people feel, oh, video testimonials, that sounds complex. I have to find a place that's quiet, uninterrupted. I have to really think about what I want to say. And I've got to record this with the right lighting and blah, blah, blah. It becomes easy to put this off. But if you can encourage people just to whip out the phone, just like they would do on Skype and record a quick testimonial. And by the way, watch my Loom video. Here's how to do it. That takes away the fear. So I will very often at the end of a session, if they're direct clients of mine, say, would you mind recording a quick video? Here's a quick video from me explaining how this will take you no more than two minutes. How does that sound? Yeah, no problem. So I get the commitment there and then. And of course, something like Loom is the easiest way to get them. As I said, there are other video messaging solutions out there, which we'll look at in another episode. But today it's more about Loom than anything else. So that's one way for testimonials. Something else you could do is to pitch new content ideas to clients. Um, Here's a quick three-minute video giving you the highlights of clients and what they said after my latest training session. Oh, and by the way, feel free to share this link and these videos with your colleagues. So of course, people are curious, naturally, They want to know what other people said about your videos, or sorry, about your content. So naturally, curiosity will take hold and they will click on those videos to see what people have said about your training content, your coaching content, your programs and workshops, because people are curious. And of course, in terms of decision-making, we as humans 
like social proof? What do people say about your training workshops, your programs? Not what you say. That's what you, that's what you think. It's what you want me to think. But what do your clients really say once they've been through your workshop and your programs? And of course, a demo, a testimonial with a real person speaking freely from the heart about the experience they've had with you, well, that's got to be compelling. Unrehearsed, natural, two-minute quick video, you would be surprised how much weight people put on that, how much value that has when your prospective clients see testimonials from your existing clients. So that's a great way to use Loom or something like Loom, which is to get testimonials, to encourage people to record them using Loom, and of course, encouraging your existing clients to watch them using Loom. Number five today, finally, is what I would call onboarding. So let's say, for example, that you're onboarding a new client. You could run the same process every time with them and say, okay, let's have a call. I'll explain X to you, then Y to you. But a simpler way is to record these videos once and create a page maybe on your website, let's say behind a password protected page. And there are the links to the videos for your onboarding process. Hey, Sanjay, this is Mark. Your team will tomorrow receive your first email from a series of emails each week. And this is the list of topics. I want your team to send me a Loom video at the end of each coaching session to let me know where they are before the next session. This is mandatory, okay? And then the next video or the next Loom video will walk people through the training, what they can expect to hear, what they can expect to do, what they can expect to learn. And you can make a series of these kind of onboarding videos to get people ready for your training programs. And you can send them out through a sequence, through something like um, MailChimp or ConvertKit, or you could, as I said, make a single page on your website, record these videos and put the links on that one page. Very simple way to do this. Something else you could do in the context of onboarding is let's say you're working with a VA, a virtual assistant, and I mentioned um, the importance or how to hire and work with VAs a couple of episodes ago. Have a look for that episode. But let's say you are working with VAs right now. One of the things that's really important to do is early on to get them to create an SOP. What's an SOP? A standard operating procedure. Let's say you have outsourced to them a series of tasks which have to be done frequently. You could record a Loom video where you, let's say, walk them through this task where they can see your screen looking at Microsoft Word or Google Pages or something, and at the same time see you walk them through it. You'd be surprised how grateful people are, particularly people in your team, when they can watch something and watch it again and again, because sometimes we don't necessarily pick things up the first time. I'm definitely one of those people. I need to see things because I'm visual and I need to rewatch things to help me to remember those things. So this is a great way to create a kind of a mini library of onboarding content for your assistants, for your team, for your VA. If you're hiring a content person or a content designer or a writer or an editor or a programmer or just a general VA, you can create 
SOPs, which help them to find a place to visit or revisit if they have to remind themselves of the way to do things your way in a particular way. And that's a great way to do that, actually, is to train people by giving them a kind of a library of SOPs, standard operating procedures. Here has, here's what to do on day one. Here's what to do on day two. Here's the thing I want you to do for me each week and at the end of the month. So when you hire new team members to your team or you're working with VAs, you can direct them to this library of content and they can knock themselves out. They can watch this uh, again and again until they're familiar with that particular task, should they need to be replaced that VA, or if they quit or something untoward happens, that content is still there. The next person can onboard themselves without your involvement and your time in onboarding them, and they'll get up to speed very quickly. So that's one way I've found great value in something like Loom. And of course, you can get VAs to, let's say your VA improves upon your way of doing things. You can say, great, I like the way you've improved this please record a video now explaining how you've done that and the tweaks and changes you've made. People love to feel they can improve things. Great, encourage them to do so if they're VAs or people, but get them to video to record formally so you have a kind of a knowledge database that's useful for you and anyone else who joins your team. So there are five ways today, just five simple ways in which something like Loom, and I'm not necessarily gung-ho about Loom being the only tool over the coming months. There will be more video messaging tools because COVID right now has forced us to become ever more creative. And video is definitely one of the ways to stand out. Video statistics that I read about this week confirm video is rising naturally because we miss the connection with our clients. We miss the face-to-face -face interaction with our students. So between Zoom for live and Loom for pre-recorded, this is the way to connect. And this could be the way that we train and the way we prospect and the way we onboard and the way we market and the way we follow up, the way we demonstrate and the way we get testimonials from people for a long time to come. Loom is, as I said, just one solution. There's something else I found last week, but I'll be bringing you more about that in the weeks ahead. So that's it. Thanks for your time today. A pleasure having you listening in each Thursday. You've got some great ideas for episodes and content, so please keep these coming. I'm super grateful for suggestions so far in terms of people to have on the show and content to have on the show. You can reach me via email, mark at trainingbusiness.com. There is a fresh episode, of course, next Thursday, which is September 3rd. Oh my goodness, where did the summer go? I have no idea. But that's it for today. Catch you next time, next Thursday. Bye for now. Thanks once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Go to trainingbusiness.com and subscribe right now to be notified of great competitions, upcoming VIP episodes, and amazing special offers to help you succeed in your training business. See you next time.